Hey guys. And welcome to Froomies. I'm Cameron. And I'm Katie. And I'm Millen. And this is episode nine. Woo! As you can see, a speaker today. This is my cousin Millen. Um, he's gonna tell us a little bit about himself and then we'll jump into the episode. Go ahead, Millen. Howdy, y'all. Um, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Millen, uh, like Dylan, but with an M. Um, <laughs> that's how I always introduce myself to people. Um, I'm 21 years old, and I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm Cameron's cousin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we grew up together in Vegas, and then I moved here to Texas when I was like nine. So we've been separated ever since. But we do, like, family vacations and stuff, and I've been there for Christmas, like, the past two years. So, we keep it close. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> today's episode, we're gonna start because Millen had a very interesting high school experience. He didn't go to public school, like me and Katie, not even a private school. He chose to go to a boarding school. So, tell us a little bit about, like, your experience with boarding school, like, how you applied, and, like, what made you want to go. Yeah, so, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I went to this, you know, weird school. It was totally awesome, but, you know, I think it's okay to classify it as weird. Um, yeah, it was, so, I went to, the school is called Midland School, um, shout out to the Mighty Oaks. We love you. Um, <laughs> yeah, our mascot is a tree, by the way. So, you know, we love it. <laughs> Very menacing at our sports games. Um, but yeah, it was a really long journey for me. Um, applying to boarding school is really similar to applying to college. So that's really stressful for like an eighth grader. <laughs> uh, like I had like a mental breakdown, but it's like fine. <laughs> but um yeah, so I don't remember where I was going with that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I had to like take a test. Um, I think I took it like twice. Uh, oh. oh yeah, I did take it twice because I applied to boarding school two times because I can never get it right the first time. Um, <laughs> I applied to college two times too, so it was a real precursor. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I ended up taking, I had to take this test that was kind of similar to the SAT, but like not as hard because it was for middle schoolers. Um, and then I had to complete an application and like write an essay. I had an interview. We had to fill out like financial aid forms and stuff. It was like very similar to applying to college. Um, and yeah, I got into Midland School as well as uh, two other schools in California. Um, but that was on my second application so I applied in eighth grade to a bunch of schools mainly in the east coast because I really wanted to live like my dark academia fantasy like on like a you know like old money like <laughs> boarding school like where we wear uniforms and like everyone like got into Harvard like that was like what I was living <laughs> for oh my gosh yeah <laughs> but I'm really glad that didn't happen. I ended up where I was. So I didn't get into any of them. I, I got like rejected or waitlisted at all of them. Um, and so the next year when I was in ninth grade, I applied again to schools and I mainly chose schools that were in California that time. 
um, only a couple on the East Coast. And so I got into three schools and Midland was one of them. Um, and so I ended up going there after touring it and really liking it. And it was like completely not the vibe I was going for. Like <laughs> I wanted like a really like, you know, like bougie school that like had all the AP classes, but I ended up living on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, but no, it was um, honestly amazing. And like, they really impressed me. Like the people there were just so cool. And so I was really happy going there, even though it wasn't like my first choice, I was still really happy with it. And then when I got there, I was like, wow, this is the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's just a little bit of backstory. Um, I would say that I wanted to go there for several reasons, like go to boarding school in general, not specifically Midland. Um, in sixth grade, so I was like, what, 11? I decided mm -hmm. that I was going to go to boarding school. I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. Um, and my parents were like, what? <laughs> they were so confused. Um, basically, this really fancy boarding school on the East Coast um shout out exeter we stand um <laughs> thanks for rejecting me <laughs> oh gosh um they would come and recruit at my middle school in vegas um and i think part of the reason they did that was because vegas is like such a diverse city and so they would come try to like attract students that you know like minority students and stuff mm -hmm. and so that's how i found out about it and i was like what that's like a thing i thought that was only in like harry potter um, so <laughs> I was obsessed and what I mean obsessed I mean like obsessed obsessed um, like I was basically like stalking these schools like <laughs> I was online just like researching everything about them I had like notebooks where I would like paste information and like make little scrapbooks about the schools like <laughs> so for like three years in middle school I was just obsessed with the concept of going away um and so yeah part of it was academic I was just like a, a kid that really liked to learn and stuff and I was just like an overachiever <laughs> um <laughs> which is like so lame um, <laughs> but you know that's just like who I was we love academic validation <laughs> that's, um, um and then another part of it I think is just like I always I've always been really independent mm -hmm. I just like wanted to go out on an adventure. And then third was probably the one that my parents think is like the biggest reason they always uh, fight with me. They're always like, you ran away because you were gay. <laughs> and like, yeah, so I was figuring out my, my sexuality and uh, that caused like some issues in my family. <laughs> and so, you know, it gave me a chance to kind of figure out my life on my own right um, and like create some space and so yeah like a little bit of it was like running away but I wouldn't say it was like the only factor at all mm -hmm. um, yeah no boarding school is great for straight people too <laughs> <laughs> not just for gay people <laughs> <laughs> but like it would be awesome if it was <laughs> yeah I feel like people like especially like our generation we associate boarding school with like PCA and Zoe 101 100. for sure for sure 100%. and like that's like what like when I was younger I was like I want to go to that school I want to go to boarding school and then like you figure out that's not really what boarding school is like <laughs> um except it kind of is like I've been to other boarding schools and they're like really nice and like close to the beach mm -hmm. um like the other school that I got into was like super bougie <laughs> 
and like it was very much PCA vibes. Because uh, so like, there are schools like that out there. <laughs> there are, yeah. It's just like I didn't end up going to one. I went to more of a hippie commune. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I Zoe 101 was everything. We stand that show. Um, free Britney's. Um, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Jamie Lynn, yeah, kind of problematic. Cancel but... Jamie Lynn. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, Zoe 101 was probably very influential in my decision. Like, Harry Potter and Zoe 101 have changed <laughs> generation. Well, yeah. I think of boarding school as like, you know, in the movies and they're like, when the kids are rebels or like bad people and they're like, you're going, we're sending you to boarding school. Oh, yeah, like, that's yes. like in like that Yvette idea. Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> like that shit. Yeah. Yes, that too. Yeah, if you're a bad kid, then you're sent away like Hillary Duff and Cadet Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you do push-ups, and it's like a military school. Um, yeah, no, that's what a lot of people thought. <laughs> they were like, Why, "What did you do, Millen? Why do your parents hate you?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, I chose this life. <laughs> yeah, my parents would always have to explain that I I was the one that chose it. <laughs> I like was crying. I was like, "Please let me go." <laughs> um but yeah no there those schools exist too um yeah i think it's more of an east coast thing like there's yeah. a lot of boarding schools in the east coast and obviously we live in the west coast and it's just like not as much of a thing unless you're a bad kid and then they send you to some reform school in utah <laughs> mm, yeah <laughs> and i think from what you've told me about your school it's like very small. Like, how many people did you graduate with? I graduated with a class of, I believe, 22. Oh, that's wow. insane. Yeah, and we were kind of, like, a big class. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the, the class behind us had, like, 13, I think, something like that. Wow. And, like, how many, like, average people were, like, in one of your classes? Probably, like, 14 at most. Um, wow. A lot with, like, seven. Oh, Wow. Yeah, it was great. The small class sizes is probably the best part of that whole experience. I had one class like that in public school due to a scheduling malfunction. Mm -hmm. They accidentally just created this class that only had seven kids. (laughs) Yeah, so my middle school science class, like, I randomly just, there was only seven of us. And it was, like, one of the best classes I ever had. And I was like, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if I could have classes like this all the time? And then what I had in high school. Yeah, and I feel like students learn better because it's, like, more one-on-one time Mm -hmm. and, like, like less chaos than in a classroom of, like, 30 kids. A hundred percent, yeah. I mean, I also think that, like, part of the way the class is structured is super important. Um, Like, my classes there were very Socratic Mm -hmm. seminar-based. We would sit at tables most of the time. So, like, we were all, like, sitting in a circle on a, a, around a circular table looking at each other. And so our classes were really discussion-based. Uh-huh. And I think that was my favorite part about it. And, like, yeah, since the class was so small, you would ha- have to participate in the discussion. There was no hiding. Um, and the teacher would definitely call on you. So you, like, had to do the reading and do the work. Wow. Yeah, Spanish Wait. was definitely the hardest part about that because you couldn't hide. In the... Okay, and like the whole class was in Spanish. I was shook. I was like, my public oh. school Spanish has not prepared me for this. 
Wow. Wait, what Millen, wait, hold on. With, like, small class, I guess, like, small graduation class, I'm very curious, like, I know, I mean, I don't know how you are, like, in school, but with, like, people, but obviously you don't vibe, not everyone vibes with everyone, so in those situations, like, you can't run away, or, like, you can't, you know what I mean, like, in high school or in college. Like you want to know about the drama. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, you're so small that everyone knows everyone. Like, were people, like, sleeping with each other? Were people, like, backstabbing oh, yeah. each other? Like, what oh, was yeah. that? What is that? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that's the right question to be asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's pros and cons to, like, a big school, small school. And when it comes to drama, like everybody knows everybody else's business because it's such a small school and everybody knows everyone yeah Um, so like I started my first boyfriend that I ever had like we started he asked me out and like we were like officially dating like an hour before dinner and then like (laughs) by dinner everybody knew (laughs) oh my god literally yeah and then he got like super overwhelmed he was like ah everyone's looking at us (laughs) Um, yeah, and then that was like the downfall of my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick turnaround. <laughs> it was. It really was. That was a two weeker. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, and dating as a queer person in a tiny school? No, that's <laughs> not it either. <laughs> we used to say that we had um, not even just as a queer person, obviously just like straight people in general because it's so small. We used to say mm-hmm. we used to call it Midland goggles. So, like, so maybe they were, like, an L.A. 4, but at Midland they were a 10. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so, like, the standards were definitely changing based off location. That's (laughs) tragic, actually. (laughs) Yeah, um, and people were definitely sleeping with each other, um, that that's the real tea. <laughs> um, we have this. We had a lot of funky terms. Like it was very much like a like a culture shock when you got there. There was a lot of things that you had to learn that was just like just different from like regular life. Um, and we had like weird like vocabulary. And like one of the words that uh, was used on our campus was cruising. Um, and basically, what it meant to cruise was after it was lights out and our curfew had started, like if you snuck out of your room and went to someone else's um, it, it was used liberally, but like originally I'm pretty sure the term was meant like when you snuck to someone else's room in the other yard and basically boys lived in one yard and the girls lived in another. So if you were cruising, you were going to the opposite gender's room in the middle of the night to like make out or, you know, do the do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, people were doing that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not everyone. We weren't like, you know, yeah. <laughs> but like it definitely happened. And when people got caught, the drama, like <laughs> a lot of the time when people got in trouble, um, actually, like pretty much every time um, the headmaster or um, would have to announce to the whole school what happened. Oh, stop. No. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would be like, yeah, so there was a situation last night and <laughs> and this and like he wouldn't obviously they wouldn't give like super gory details, but they would give some details as to why they're being punished. And then like 
they would either be sent to council, which was like the student council, and they helped advise. They would like interview them and like ask them what they did and stuff. And then the headmaster would decide based off of the student council's recommendation of like how badly they should be punished. Um, and yeah, and then the amount of um, the punishment would be announced to the whole school at assembly. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, what? Yeah, so there was lots of gossip to talk about when stuff like that happened. Um and our punishment system was um <laughs> it was called laps. Um and there were three different types of laps. The main two were work laps and then run laps. And so it's called laps because originally when the school was founded, when they got in trouble, they would literally make you run a mile. Oh. <laughs> so if you got like four laps for getting in trouble, you'd run like four miles or whatever. Oh. Yeah. And then there's also work laps and one lap was 15 minutes of manual labor. <laughs> and so um, when people got in trouble, they would be awarded laps. And if you got in like real, real trouble, then they would give you run laps too along with it. It would take like a month to run 50 miles. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Oh my God. This sounds like a cult. Honestly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not as bad as it seems. <laughs> and like, I only worked a total of nine laps my entire three years there. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm just an angel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> or I just, you know, didn't get caught that much. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like, it really wasn't that bad. Some people just couldn't get the memo that- <laughs> would get laps every day um, and but you know some people like really learned from it and eventually they just stopped getting laps they like you know they figured out their lives i i feel like yeah i don't know i thought it was a good system it sounds really <laughs> scary when you hear about it but it really wasn't that bad a little harsh um yeah. <laughs> plus people- we had this thing called grace laps oh and if you got if you didn't get more than three laps in a week then the laps would be erased and you didn't have to work them interesting oh okay yeah it's like hard not to get in trouble you know people are late to class or like Uh. stuff like that you know it happens like i'm literally late to every college class and (laughs) fine (laughs) so you know as long as you don't get too many laps in a week then you don't have to work them what about expulsion like are people always getting like expelled and stuff like in the movies and boarding schools or is that like not that's also tea (laughs) oh (laughs) Oh, my gosh yeah no it's i mean like people get expelled at every school right like did y'all have expulsions (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but i don't i I don't know for like are people getting spanked with rulers like i don't know that's what i think about like a boarding school like spank spank and then go back to class (laughs) yeah no there there were no there was no physical harm done to any child (laughs) uh yeah we definitely had expulsions um it like it made a really big impact because we were such a small school so like people would be like howling and crying when they found out that someone was expelled because they would also announce it at assembly they'd be like so and so is leaving the community we've asked him to leave and he's packing up his things right now the community (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, we were basically like our own functioning little town. Like we had our own 10 acre organic farm and our school was like a 3000 acre ranch, about 3000 acres with like cows and horses. Um, And we did all the cleaning. 
so we didn't have like janitors um and we had like a work system everybody had a job um and so like yeah like the school wouldn't run without us and so yeah we were definitely a community and we would like go over to our teachers houses because most of the teachers lived on campus um for like study sessions and stuff and like yeah it was like a little town there was like houses and buildings and they all had names and we would you know we're working in them so it was yeah it was like a little community <laughs> mm, that's really interesting i wish i got to visit i never went i sorry badly because <laughs> oh, um every thanksgiving we um midland has an open house um where like you can invite all of your friends and family to come to midland students don't have thanksgiving off (laughs) what Uh, yeah so i i was at my school on thanksgiving every year i was there do y'all like not believe in thanksgiving like well i mean like it (laughs) is kind of a a holiday based in genocide but like that's not the reason why (laughs) (laughs) true (laughs) um it was just like our schedule was weird like we would go for like six or seven weeks straight and then get a week off. So we didn't celebrate like any holidays. Um, like the only, and we didn't, we didn't have like staff development or days or anything. Like we just like went, 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 and then we would get a week off. And so every six or seven weeks I would come home and see my family for a week and then I would go back. And so because of that, we didn't get Thanksgiving off because it was too close to Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But obviously everyone loves Thanksgiving and like likes to have a big family dinner. So the school invites everyone's families to come to campus and you're allowed to invite as many people as you want. And so I wanted to invite the Molinas and have them come see my school. Um, but my auntie did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just never went. I know we thought about it one year, but we just never made it over there. Yeah. And not to my graduation either. Yeah. <laughs> that either this is not my fault i don't do the planning (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i it's just like it's such a crazy experience that like no one will ever really understand no matter how much i try to explain it to them until they come and see it for themselves um it's like it's just like a magical experience and like super unique like i haven't even gotten into some of the other stuff that like goes on there (laughs) like yeah, like one of the major th- we uh, I can't form a full sentence today. Like, <laughs> um, we had to build fires to heat our showers. Oh, uh, yeah, and so that was like they were called shower fires. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, pretty straightforward there. Um, and that was the thing that like a lot of people really harped on about our school. Like, what? That's so weird. And like the New York Times wrote an article about our school about it. They were just like freaking out about it. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> Wait, so you, if you didn't do your shower fire, you would not have like hot water for your shower? Oh, yeah, 100%. I had cold showers for like two months once. <laughs> yeah, during. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, what? It's a little rough. Uh, when the wood would get wet, you know, it, it wouldn't burn very well. And so. It would be like a cold, rainy day, and you'd have a cold shower. Oh no! Oh my god, that does not sound like a good time. <laughs> yeah, and I really sucked at making fires, 
And so my classmates would get so angry at me when I made a really bad fire. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I really tried. <laughs> um, but some guys were like super into it. They were like, oh, my God, I love fire. Um, <laughs> and they would just like work all afternoon on it. And they would get it so hot, like, um, that they would steam lock it, which basically was it was burning so hot that all the water in the pipes turned to steam. Um, and so then you literally can shower for like a few minutes until it cooled down. Um, but yeah, I had some of the best showers of my life there because like the water was just so hot and nice <laughs> from a fire, like hotter than you could get it in a regular bathroom. <laughs> So there were good moments with the shower fire. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, plus with the showers, um, we didn't have stalls. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so we all showered with each other naked. This sounds so traumatic. <laughs> it low-key was. Um, I could never. <laughs> they changed it, though. So um, they're rebuilding. They're doing a lot of construction on campus in the last few years, and they're rebuilding the showers, and they're going to have stalls and stuff. So the future generations of Midland <laughs> will not have to endure <laughs> endure that aspect, which I was not really a fan of. Well, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real... That's the trauma, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even imagine. I could never. Yeah, it was... Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to get too far into it i <laughs> like avoided it like the plague it was rough i like for a year and a half i like was like a ninja and like would sneak into the bathroom like <laughs> like at the last 10 minutes of shower time like right before dinner um it was i like avoided it so hard and anytime someone walked in i literally like had an anxiety attack and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> was it like the showers where they like girls had a shower and guys had a shower or it was all just like one shower area oh my god no we weren't just like showering with everybody (laughs) (laughs) um it was yeah so the boys lived in upper yard and the girls lived in lower lower yard and Uh the middle yard is where all the academic buildings were Uh um and so yeah like we had our own living area with our own bathrooms and Mm, so yeah and then each bathroom we had a couple bathrooms and so there was each bathroom was for a specific grade and so freshmen sophomore juniors and then the senior bathroom didn't exist they just used it as like storage they closed it down for some reason yeah and so the seniors were able to shower in any shower they wanted and they also didn't have to make shower fire just got to like yell at the other students and be like make your showers better (laughs) honestly seniors got a good (laughs) oh yeah the seniors there like it was a rite of passage like they basically ran the school mm-hmm. um and there was like the prefect ships um kind of like in Harry Potter they had the prefects and so there was the two head prefects and they're basically it was kind of like student body president but like more um and then there was the freshman sophomore junior prefects and I was a sophomore prefect so basically I was just in charge of the sophomore boys and I would check them in every night to make sure they were in their room and, like, talk to them. And I would, like, you know, make sure that everything was going well for them. Um, and so, like, that's basically what prefects were. Um, and, yeah, so, like, I had to make sure that the sophomore boys were, like, doing their jobs. Like, oh, did you make your shower fire today? Your shower fire kind of sucked today. Like, what are we going to do to improve that? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
stuff like that. And so, yeah, a big part of my job was like shower fires and like policing the sophomores shower fires. My sophomore boys were so good, though. I love them to death. They're, they're literally they graduated last year. So like they're I'm old and my children are old now, too. Oh. <laughs> I bet like did you form like good relationships and like get to know like a lot of the people you went to school with? Yeah, no, like sometimes you would learn things that were just like insanely personal that like you'll never forget. Like mm-hmm. what, we, another tradition at Midland was our chapels um, and chapel was like short for chapel talk. So we have this like non-denominational chapel that used to like, I think it was like for milking the cows because our school <laughs> used to be a dairy farm. <laughs> before like our school was founded in like 1924 and it was like a dairy farm before um the founder of the school like bought it um and so it was changed into a chapel um and now it's non-denominational like there's like uh, most of the students there aren't even like religious um but every two days out of the week we would go in there um and somebody would give a talk about whatever they wanted Mm-hmm. Um, and every faculty member gave a chapel talk, like, every year, sometimes even two. Um, and then every senior would give their own talk. And that was kind of like your, you know, your magnum opus of your high school career. And, like, you got to say whatever you wanted and what you learned in high school um, and in life and that you want to, like, share with the community. And, like, people will remember you for that. Um, and so I learned some, like, insane things about my kids through that like the life stories of the people that were there were just incredible like um just I can't even like my um a lot of them like our teachers just had these these incredible backstories um like one of our teachers um had immigrated to the United States and like shared his immigration story and how hard it was and him like learning English and being like one of like 11 kids. Um, (laughs) And you're just like, wow. Um, My teacher, our, (laughs) I mean, not my teacher, um, our nurse, she doesn't work there anymore. A lot of the people don't work there anymore. Sad about it. Um, But Janet, we love you. Um, (laughs) um, She shared this, um, this talk once one year where she was, she went to the, uh, oh my goodness. He went to the protest in Washington in like the 90s that was for like gay liberation. And it was just so sweet. And how like she talked about like seeing all the queer. Hey, girls. one of y'all's mics, you're like breathing into the mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> sorry (laughs) um yeah and so she just shared this like great story about like being at the forefront of like the queer liberation movement and like going to this like really important protest that happened in the washington in washington dc so just like crazy stories like that and i gave two chapels my senior year and it was just like incredible i'm pretty sure i was the first student or person ever to do drag um for Mm. their chapel so you know, wow. hopefully I leave my my mark that way. Did I ever tell you about that? No. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I did. That. 
<laughs> I News love for that you, for you, Cameron. News for you. Yeah. yeah. I was really cute. I had my <laughs> all done and I wore this like red jumpsuit and I had this black wig. Um, I was really feeling my oats. <laughs> I like walked um, my Oh, and you have like a walk-in and a walk-out song. It's like kind of like a like a wrestling match where you have like a pump-up <laughs> song. <laughs> and it's because it like takes time for everybody to get in and sit down. Um, and so, yeah, I played Born This Way by Lady Gaga on the way out and just like Period. lived my life. It was great. Um, yeah, that's like one of the proudest moments I ever had there. And I have it on video, but it kind of like doesn't exist anymore. And I need <laughs> to find it. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see that. So, yeah, and then my second one, like, that one was about, like, accepting myself as, like, queer, like, surviving mental illness. <laughs> and then uh, the other one I gave was about identity and, like, what it's like being, like, American, but also part Mexican and just, like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to come to terms with my identity, even though, like, I'm so far removed from Mexico and like Mexican heritage. Um, right. And it was like dedicated to my grandma who had like just died. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, those moments were really awesome. I loved mm-hmm. hearing people's stories. Um, and a lot of them were just like so heartfelt. And then like being able to share my own story was just so cathartic and rewarding. Oh, that's awesome. Um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Um, let's segue, because Katie, Millen said we missed some details on our ACO section what? of our podcast last week, and he would like to give his POV. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. It's very, it was very different for you. <laughs> yeah, so... It was super fun. (laughs) Um, I definitely agree that we were dead by the end of it. Um, For sure. We were literally just like sitting on the floor. I was. (laughs) I was like, I'm sitting. (laughs) Yeah, all day Sunday. I just remember like anytime we got a break, we're like, we're going to (laughs) sit. Literally. And like those nice people gave us their chairs under that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I literally like didn't go to the silent disco on like the at the end because I was like I'm I'm going to sit. <laughs> um but yeah, just like first of all, the moment when I met Brittany Broski, <laughs> moment of my life. I was fangirling so hard. Um so, you know, I just I didn't think that was emphasized enough. <laughs> <laughs> um like we love you Brittany Broski <laughs> um forever and always. Um then oh, Cameron, when you said like why we got separated at the Miley Cyrus concert uh-huh. um when <laughs> when you said we left because I had to pee I was like no I was literally about to pass out oh yeah my bad <laughs> I was <laughs> you did go pee though I did yeah but that wasn't the main reason why we left <laughs> I was literally I was literally dying <laughs> yeah like, that was a rough one yeah the amount of people that were just like passing out was crazy um, and it was like we had run out of water by that point. Yeah. Um, like you didn't have any water left in your camel pack, and I was like overheating, my neck to like breathe over the crowd because like 
just like it was impossible to breathe like the air was so hot and thick and like the bot like people were just like ramming into me and that stupid mosh pit during the megan <laughs> yeah just like being abused basically by all these people it was crazy and yeah those like little teenagers that would be like sorry my friends at the front i'm gonna go to the front like no you're not like no, shut up i hate you <laughs> uh, oh and katie you know when we were like who else should we see on saturday like who are we forgetting we forgot to talk about doja cat Oh, frick, yeah. Dude, we just blanked out during ACL conversation, so... <laughs> yeah, we were like, um... But yeah, because we were at Doja Cat, and you and Karen stayed for a little bit, but then you wanted to go get a good spot for a day glow. Mm-hmm. So, me and Millen stayed the whole set, and she was iconic. I love Doja Cat. Literally, she killed the, the show. Honestly, I think she her show was the best out of all of the their performances and that's saying something because i wasn't she wasn't even like the number one person i was excited for Mm -hmm. um even though i love her to death um but yeah no she had choreo her costumes the set design she had like a whole like set and like Mm -hmm. dancers um the crowd was packed like i think she had like the biggest crowd of the weekend even though she wasn't even and she wasn't even headlining um, like we got nowhere near the front. Like mm-hmm. we were chilling in the back, but we could <laughs> breathe. So, <laughs> and uh, the the crowd was just like a vibe. Everyone was like living their best life. It was like chill, but also really like everyone was super excited to be there and like singing along. Like Dojo was definitely a highlight of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when we saw Girl in Red, when she crowd surfed, I oh was, yeah. Like, I loved Girl in Red. I still talk about how I saw her live. She's great. She was such a mood. Yeah, the crowd surfing was pretty cool. And we could, like, see it. Like, we weren't anywhere near the front, but we could see it on the little projector screens. Yeah. And we were like, oh my god, she's crowd surfing! Yeah, I think we were walking away at that point because we were trying to get to another set, and then we, like, saw her do that. Yeah, that was really cool. Melon brings good points. We forgot about a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like such a chaotic weekend and we did so much in three days. Yeah, and that's where and that weekend is the weekend we ter- we coined the term it's the trauma mom. It's the trauma miss mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And then when we got back from like back to my apartment and karen's like unpacking her bag in the middle of the parking lot (laughs) that was so funny and we were like all exhausted and delusional and it was like the funniest thing ever she went hard that third day oh my god (laughs) we love you karen i can't with her (laughs) um but yeah and then um we millen was also with us he came to our graduation in december and we took him on his first outing as a 21-year-old yeah, on the yeah. square. That was fun. And I probably got infected by somebody. Or infected? It I got, like, I got bronchitis. Oh, like- yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Yeah, like, all of Christmas, he was, like, dying. <laughs> yeah, it was either Caden who gave me bronchitis or somebody in one of those bars. <laughs> yeah but Dude. the thing is like i never got it 
and like I was with you and like no one else in the family got it and we we're all like with you hey that's a little sus I was struggling yeah uh, that night out was really fun we had like so many jello shots a bunch of jello shots and like we went through like most of them yeah and then oh and then you gave me an amaretto sour the best drink ever invented. it's literally so good i'm still <laughs> obsessed uh that's like have you, all i drink have you ever mixed alcohol with uh jumex like the juice uh that they sell at like the dollar store no okay i have you i love jumex have you ever mixed <laughs> alcohol with it no it would you so good i was drinking like last weekend and i was we i had like shots of vodka with jumex and i could it tasted so good i was like are you kidding this is the best thing i've ever done in my life now i want to try it i love I feel jumex. like it would be good with like malibu yeah we had malibu but i was i was drinking vodka <laughs> Well, there's there's also different flavors. Okay, it depends on the on yeah. what you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. yeah. It that was. Night... Oh, sorry. You go. No, I was gonna say that night was really fun, but like also chaotic. <laughs> I feel like anytime we do anything, like something. Okay, no. Happens. Let's let's just say whenever Karen, our friend Karen, is involved, it is chaotic. It, for sure. One it, that the. The night where we went to where did what is that bar called at Sprint? Which one? The bar where we took Melon. Oh my god. The vault? Yeah, uh-huh. Whatever like that night, remember Karen had to drive. I had to drive Karen back. Oh yeah. She left her what did she leave? Her ID? <laughs> she what? left her or her vape or her ID or something. Something. And so she was like, No, I have to go back. I have to go back. And we were like, No, Millen needs to get in. So Millie needs to go. No, that was at Stonewall. That was the night Stonewall. before ACL. That Stonewall. was the night before ACL when he wasn't 21 yet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I had to get in at a certain time because I wasn't 21 yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That night was chaotic, actually. It was <laughs> oh y'all went my. back and forth to the car at least two or she did at least two more times. She's Karen's just a lot, dude. Just... <laughs> that was my first drag show. Yeah, I do remember that. And that was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, and we had, like, gummy bear shots. It was oh, good. my God, those were so good. Wait, what night? I thought we were talking about the same night. What? No, that one was one right before ACL. But after your graduation was the time that I was 21. And we went to, like, four different bars. After we went to that one that was, like, in a basement. And it was so hot. Oh, Axis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I had the amaretto sour and it like changed uh-huh. my life uh, <laughs> and oh and that and that's when they had the the liquid marijuana and i thought it was actually marijuana <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i was like oh yeah no i don't do that <laughs> and then everyone was laughing at me <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't do drugs actually. <laughs> i was in dare okay <laughs> we watch euphoria we know what <laughs> drugs do <sighs> I still haven't seen season two. Oh my god, are you lying? I'm not lying. Wait, I... did you listen to our episode then? I listened to like the first few minutes until you started talking about. Euphoria. Yeah. Okay. That's... <laughs> Dang, Melon. Yeah, I'm so Did... excited that I got to be on the show today. Like, I'm such a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Melon is our number one fan. 
And I now love he got to, to star. <sighs> it's not real yet. It hasn't hit me. <laughs> when we air the episode, you're going to be like, oh my god, I'm famous. I, literally, yeah. No, I've made it. <laughs> I'm basically an influencer. Well, Million, you brought a good topic. I never would have thought, like, when she told me that you were going to be on the, uh, the podcast, I was like, what is Million going to talk about? Like, there's lots of options, but I was like, what is Million going to talk about? And she said boarding school, and I was like, oh, uh, that's so unique because no one else that we know could talk about that except yeah. you. Yeah. Well, Cameron came up with the idea, actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, because I was thinking, he was like, what should I talk about? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I was trying to think of, like, the different topics like we had come up with and I was like no like that's like basic and I was like oh my god like you went to boarding school you could talk about that mm-hmm. yeah and that's one I- <laughs> <laughs> it was- yeah. <laughs> it's such a fun it was such a fun time honestly like highly recommend live your Zoe 101 lifestyle <laughs> look up midlandschool.org for all the high school listeners out there <laughs> They give a lot of financial aid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The guy who wrote The Graduate went there. Like, no one our age would know who that is, but he went there. So, I love that. <laughs> well, my calculus teacher was a circus performer. Oh, I feel like you told me that. Yeah. That is so odd. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Charlotte. Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and didn't you just like call your teachers like by their first names yeah we did do that i forget that that's a weird thing <laughs> um it was weird for me when we i first got there because you know like public school is just like mr mrs whatever mm-hmm. um and so i very much had that experience and so it was weird at first but i got used to it pretty quickly because like i don't know it was just so much more intimate like the student teacher relationship was built on mutual respect and trust, I felt. And I I feel like when you call each other by your first names, it, like, really fosters that. Mm-hmm. It, um, like how I, I mentioned that, like, most of our classes were discussion-based. And so it's, like, the teacher wasn't the only source of information and learning in our class. We also learned from each other, from our, um, our fellow students and from our teacher. And so, like... I just felt like we were seen more as equals in the classroom setting because, you know, we were able to refer to our teachers as their first names. And so I just thought it built a lot of respect. And so I know some people think that it's like disrespectful, but I feel like it was the opposite. I respected my teachers so much and I looked up to them and they really inspired me to like live an unorthodox life and pursue my passions. That's really cool. Yeah, I like, wish, like oh, would, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wish like it that was like the norm, kind of. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, there are public school teachers that like are too focused on power, right? <laughs> over Agreed. My, instead of you know actually wanting to build young people into adults. Yeah. For yeah. sure. What and <laughs> I know you, your high school experience seemed weird to me. I know my experience seems weird to everyone else, but like, like what are those things that you got at like homecoming that like were like huge that you like oh. wore like <laughs> necklaces? Like a mom. 
I'm, I'm, that's Dylan, a Texas I for, thing. I forget that you don't live here. I'm like, dude, what? Like, everyone knows about mom and garter. No, it's, a, it's a Texas thing. Yeah, literally never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it's like, just like a big, I don't know why we do it. It's just like a thing. And you decorate it. You put, if you're dating someone, you put their name on it. I don't know. Waste of money, in my opinion, but. Yeah. I did the tradition. Yeah, same. <laughs> why are they so expensive (laughs) for ribbons bro for ribbons yeah but yeah that's just a texas thing like anywhere no one else would know what that is so yeah oh speaking of dances um it uh, midland didn't have like regular dances either like i never like had a prom um i didn't know that i think yeah our big thing though was called junior dance weekend um, and it was basically during your junior year, you and your entire class planned an entire weekend of like activities as well as like a big dance. And so hmm. you got like a big budget from the student council and you had to, you know, pick a theme and do everything. And that was probably like one of the best things about going to Midland. Like our dancers were super casual. Like we didn't like dress formally or anything. So like... Mm-hmm the emphasis was like the weekend and like the other things that we did besides the dance. Um, and one of them was, uh, <laughs> was the cruising game. Uh, and that was like one of our favorite traditions. So I, I explained what cruising was last time. And so basically it was a game based off of that concept where um, the juniors would walk around with flashlights pretending to be the teachers who we called lap masters um, and so, you know, every night there would be a couple teachers that were lap masters walking around to make sure, you know, the students were in bed and like not up to no good. Uh, <laughs> and so the game was the the juniors would be the lap masters and then everybody else would start on one um, in one of the yards and then they would have to successfully get to the other yard without getting caught by the lap master. Interesting. This sounds like yeah. a movie, honestly. <laughs> well, I just don't like the term lat master. What is this like BDSM shit? Like <laughs> this is what I'm saying, where's the ruler, bro? Where's the ruler? <sighs> Our school was started in like 1924. Um so you know, some of the terms come from like back in the day. Um yeah, and like our uh Paul Squibb was the guy who started our school and he like wrote this like big book that like we constantly quote um (laughs) and so like yeah a lot of like the words and stuff come from like his philosophy about like teaching Hmm. and yeah I don't know it's just like we we have our own like little culture there Well, Melon, I mean, I'm glad you got to experience all this, but, like, I don't know if that's for me. I'm not yeah, going to lie to you. I would not do that. <laughs> it's so ever. bad. I, like, I didn't, like, explain it well enough. We did so many cool things. Like- <laughs> no, like, it sounds cool, but, like, the shower fire, yeah. that would do it for me. Yeah, that's the, that's the line. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> we used to, like, get um, days off of school to go hiking um mm-hmm. yeah during the fall semester it was called all saints day like it was just a random day um that the headmaster got to choose but sometimes 
sometimes you'd be able to figure out when he was going to do it based off of our schedule. Um, (laughs) And you would be in class, your first class of the day. And then all of a sudden the fire bell would start ringing. And when the fire bell started ringing, everyone has to go to the, um, to the cafeteria. And when we would run, cause we would all know what was happening. And then they would announce it at the assembly that it was all saints say, and we would all like scream and like be so happy. <laughs> and we literally just got to do like whatever we wanted. Um, but, and like, different teachers would offer different hikes and there was this one like 12 hour hike that you could choose to go on Oh my gosh like yeah it was um I forgot what they used to call it but it was like yeah like like the killer or something like (laughs) 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 um and um other ones were just like more chill and then people would like go play basketball or soccer or like spend time in the library with their friends all saints days were so cool and then in the spring we would do grass mountain day and that one would also be random and the entire school would hike up grass mountain which was like a five mile hike um Hmm. yeah our school was at like the base of this mountain um and yeah so like we would do cool stuff like that um the out we you could take camping as a sport (laughs) and so i went backpacking that's cool yeah it was super fun i i went backpacking in the sequoias I camped on like Catalina Island in the Channel Islands. Um, just super great experiences. Um, and then there was one other thing I wanted to say, like to, you know, sway opinions <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, there was so many, so many cool things that I got to do. Like, you know, there's pros and cons to every school. And yeah, like, Midland definitely had a couple but it was I don't regret it at all it was such a cool place to live yeah sounds like a fun time (laughs) not for me I feel like it would have been cool to visit definitely and you know you still can I can take you (laughs) maybe one day (laughs) but yeah, thanks for guest starring and telling us about your experience and then about all our fun times together. And hopefully there will be a lot more. Maybe we'll come to Vegas next time. You should, definitely. Bring Katie. Yeah, miss you, Melon. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, let's wrap it up. That's it, y'all. We'll catch you next time. Can I shout out my IG? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so everyone can find me on Instagram at uh, Mac underscore divine underscore. So it's M A C and then divine D I V I N E. Yeah, and when we post on our Instagram for this episode, I'll tag. So go follow Millen, everyone. Follow Millen. <laughs> All right, catch y'all next time. Peace out.